When one hears the word goblin, it may conjure up an image of a mischievous impolite creature with a penchant for trickery, a name evoked to keep small children in their beds at night. But what if I was to tell you there is another sort of goblin, one with a mouthful of sharp teeth and the dead black eyes of a shark, that they were once human like you or I, but twisted into their terrible forms by fell magic and sent with unwavering obedience to punish and devour those they once loved. The Knights of the Shed Actual Play Podcast presents Zweihander, Feast of Goblins. During the night, you become aware of some motion in the alley next to this building. But because of the the height of the ventilation, it makes it really hard to, to see. So you might be able to prop someone up to have a look. Are you frail or what? I think I'm sort of lightly built. You're definitely not lifting me up. Though. Yeah, I'm not, that's why I didn't even <laughs> propose to lift you up, Joan. I'm slender. I well. Me and Joan prop you up to listen to what's being said. Okay, I do that. I mean, I mean, I suppose you could just stand on Joan. Yeah, okay, they prop you up. And looking outside, the voices, they're, they're just out of you. You can't see them, um, the people who are talking. But the, the woman's voice is absolutely charming in terms of its, uh, the, the melodiousness of, of it. Uh, a very fine voice, and you'd probably think that this person would gain a lot of social validity from having such a, a lovely voice. Soon the conversation ends as mysteriously as it began, and from across the alley you do see this, a slender young woman steps from a gap between two buildings and begins cautiously walking down the alley. She wears a hooded cloak, but keeps it pulled up to hide her face. So I'm presuming this is the woman with the beautiful voice? Yeah, it seems so. A, do I recognise the voice at all? And now that I've seen her, even though she's covered up, do I recognise the body at all? Do you have uh, um, some sort of skill to do with scrutinise or... Yeah, I think I have scrutinise. I do have scrutinise. Okay, make make me a roll. Um, make that uh, routine. Plus if I have the skill, then what does that do to the percentage? Plus you... 10. Okay, cool. 19 underneath 71 is pretty good, I think. So, no, no, 61. But yeah, I did it. It's very good. And it was routine, so it would have been 71. Okay, cool. An extra plus 10. Yeah. One thing you notice about her is that the way she walks, she looks uh, nervous or frightened. She's constantly looking behind her and um, it doesn't appear to be any sign of anyone else. It's kind of incongruent with this lovely conversation she was just having and then she's walking. Suddenly, from out of the darkness, a harsh voice breaks the silence of the night. You have defied me for the last time, Acriol. Something about the, this, the cruelty to the, to the voice it could make uh, the, the hair stand upon the back of your neck. And um, as you watch, like, there's a, a mist 
or a fog that seems to waft into the alleyway. It smells like a swamp. I'm I'm sort of doing a whispering play by play to these two on under like who are holding me up or whatever. Swamp smells smells bad. The smell is more refreshing actually for those in jail. These did, are powerful creatures here. Did um did either of you wish to take any action at this stage? I think we'll be quiet. Okay. You uh hold your position. Slowly, uh, bias, you see a man flanked by two wolves the size of ponies sweep into view. There seems to be a gleam in his eye, akin to a hunger, and the wolves begin to leer at the beautiful young woman. And then, dramatically, he steps between your vantage of the woman, and so you're just looking sort of at the back of his head. Then you see him uh, point at the girl, and his arm comes up, and it's holding a whip, and he lashes out at her, piercing the air with a and uh, she screams in pain and, and sobs. No, 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 please don't. Throughout this ordeal, he just whips her. The man uh, releases a, a litany of, a stream of hissing words at, at this woman who seems, who we called Actriel. And although the, the majority of us lost under her screams and protests, you distinctly pick out the words change and vampire. As the excitement dies down, there is a, a change in the atmosphere as the, this dark and ominous stranger sweeps out of the alley and the, oppress, the oppressive presence seems to have left the area. With a faint moan of exhaustion and pain, Acriel collapses to her knees and begins sobbing in a mire of obvious misery. It's as though she is oblivious to her surroundings at this stage. Is she doing anything? She just lying there? She's sobbing. And I'm quite far away, aren't I? Ah, no, it's your... Just above her. Are you okay? Immediately she sort of puts her no, hands I'm, up. And you can see the scars where she's been, you know, sort of deflecting wounds. Good point. You're not okay. Um, I can't really help you, but I saw that terrible situation. I'd like to help you. As she sort of looks around and then finally spies you. And it is, that, it is at that moment that her hood falls back, revealing a very beautiful young woman, strikingly. Her hair is long and wavy with the dark colour of a raven, and her eyes are soft. Beneath her cloak, she's wearing a white blouse under a short sleeveless open jacket. Steady on, he's a married man. <laughs> of, uh, of a gold brocade. I'd really like to help you, but I'm feeling a little guilty at the same time. The tears stream down her cheeks, but um, she seems to have suffered no lasting damage, at least to her, to mar her, her beautiful face. T- tell her she should dump him. He sounds like a terrible man. Y- yeah. You probably shouldn't hang out with him anymore. Oh, yes, we are due to be married. Oh, po- yeah, poison that's, that's probably a bad idea. Uh, I, I'm, I probably deserved it. Um, he wants an obedient wife, but and this is what he does when I go against his wishes. What did you do to this time? It isn't your fault, sweetheart. Look, he's he's a wandering bard and woodsman of these parts. Who's he's been seeking my hand in marriage, and uh, as you can see, has a violent temper and is extremely possessive. A bard with a voice like that? Yes. Uh, we met. He he is. He can be extremely charming, but. Uh, also then, not that charming. But then he he sees me talking to perhaps a, 
another man or sees things that you might think that I'm looking at them and the tension builds and then there's this, it almost seems like a cycle where then he rages and and then this happens and then I'll reject him and that seems to make, then he'll threaten harm upon my my myself or or people I'm related to, mm, yeah, and, uh, uh, and then he yeah, says, oh, "Look, same. he's really sorry, and he'd never do it again." And she sort of just unloads all this personal information. Well, we'd I'd, we'd really there's a group of us here, including a, a young boy with a dog, <laughs> who would like to help you, but you'll have to help us to get out of these cells because is that something you could do? I um, I might be able to. Um, she's she's sort of not in the place to really think about problem solving at the moment um and she well we can just you know you can just sit there and i'll stand up here and we can talk for a while if you like i can help you poison him (laughs) i I think he might be a little bit beyond poisonable he was flanked by pony-sized wolves there's the mist thing all of that like yeah just it's just a suspicion you you're absolutely right and you're such a fabulous listener as well uh he's married (laughs) <laughs> oh, that, that's uh, that's okay. No, no, my mistake. No, no, I'm not going there. Um, for you see, I, I've I've fallen out of love with with him, this woodsman, and in fact, my heart is well, really pledged to another who I've I've met as part of my convalescence from his uh, harsh abuse. Ways. <laughs> abuse. Yeah. Yes, yes. You you say it how it is. Um, often many women will will suffer from from this sort of treatment and are expected to. It's, it's a, a hidden problem. Um, yes, oh, when, when I was convalescing in, in the province of Gundarak, I met a, a lovely man. His name is Dr. Dominani. And he, he cures others of their ills and he doesn't ask anything of them. My shoulder's starting to hurt. Well, he's not that sort of doctor. <laughs> <laughs> Am I standing on a ledge or something, or are they literally physically oh, holding, holding me? Up? Holding <laughs> okay, right. Okay, that's yeah, my shoulders uh, hurting. I'd, I'd really like to continue this conversation, but my uh, I'm standing on a couple of old women <laughs> to be able to talk to you. Perhaps you, you can get down, and I can speak outside to your. Window. Okay, sure. Let's do that for the other. Party members in the the stinking <laughs> chamber. Chamber. Yeah, there's a there is a conversation going on, and it, your sleep would be fitful oh, okay. at well, best. I'm going to go over. So you know, it starts coming into your consciousness, yeah. so you can feel free to to join. I will do so anytime you want. She's yeah, like this doctor Dominani. He is so handsome and he's so gentle, and um, he sounds great. I've been, I've reminds been, me of my fifth husband. I've been wanting. Uh, I, I just uh, don't know, but he's, he's so well off. Um, and me, I, I, I'm not dirt poor as a church mouse, but, um, you know, we have different social rankings and I, I just don't know what to do. If only there was some knights in shining armor. There's this mythical ones who could be my fairy godmother. I mean, right, right, let me wear the armor. <laughs> we have some old padded armor in a bag is that gonna is that <laughs> close enough well are you really sincere in, in perhaps helping me with my plight yes i'm definitely sincere I, I have my own reasons for wanting to help you as well as the injustice that you've uh, suffered 
Well, then, then you you should, well if if we are if you're able to do this for me, you will be a guest of honor at my wedding. Thanks. Yeah. What, what do I have to you have, wear? You've lifted her her spirits. Oh, whatever you like, you're the guest of honor. But um, we'll make sure that you'd wear the the finest uh, cloths because yeah, cut across the land. That can that causes me some anxiety with weddings. Ah, yes. Well, we could um, the fashions of Dementaloo, perhaps, or Rishemaloo, um something from the the islands. Yeah, that all sounds good. What else would you like? I would do anything to make this happen, and I'm sure. Sure, the the good doctor would too, and I and I, I have a I have a means, means in which I, I could elevate my my social status. An heirloom that was lost to my family, if that was able to be retrieved, then that would hold me in good stead. That it would be proof of my my, my lineage. And does the the man with the pony wolves does he have a name? Oh yes, Mark. Okay. <laughs> Um, well, uh, Mark. Mark sounds like my third husband. <laughs> Is he holding the heirloom? No, no, he doesn't. He doesn't know anything about it. I, like he's he was he was lovely, and and when he he made up after these sorts of this sort of abuse, as you say, <clears throat> then he would he would say he'd never do it again. And that's what got, they all say. Yes, they. Um, it took me some time to realize this. He'd buy me things, and then uh, he'd get. Become secure and write poetry about me, and then you know we'd have a drink and we'd be out somewhere, and he'd say, "Are you looking at that man?" And then it would all start over again. And you, you know, when you're young and in love, you you do forgive people's their flaws, but yes, you write rat poison in his dinner. Well, I don't think you know he has powerful friends as well. It'd be better if I was just able to go under the patronage of a, a stronger, gentler man. Well, I'm sure that we we could help you. That is, oh, your, what is your name? Pibus, bias, <laughs> pious. Uh, pious, pibus, bias. I must must say, you are a ray of light cutting through the darkness. I can't wait to see you in person. Yeah, you can just call me bias. That's what most people do. Very, very well, bias. This is the 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 wandering. Fortune teller. She she cast the bones for me, and she she said, "Do not become too demoralized. There is hope out there." And you kind of at the time you think, "Yeah, you know, there there is. There's that's what they they do. They they give you a good feeling message." But this is actually coming true. And since then, I've also worked out the location of this crown or tiara that you could retrieve for me. It's a place that is probably fraught with danger and, as you can see, one as fragile as myself would have no hope of surviving these perils. Don't sell yourself short. You look pretty strong. Well, thank you. Yes, I, I, feel, like, I feel like I'm growing stronger. I'm getting back to that independent person I was before all this happened. I feel like things are, the strings are being drawn together. While you've been talking, a low fog has uh, crept into the alley again, damp and cold. Looking about, almost nervously, Acriel smiles and says, uh, the mists are growing thick and I'd, I'd best be off the streets. I bid you farewell, but can you, can you meet me in Scald, the old Katakan Inn, in seven days? Yes, hopefully we'll be out of these cells by seven days. <laughs> I, I'll see if I can, what I can... I, like, I, I know people. Okay. I'll see if we can get you out of, 
earlier. Great. And seven days will also give me more time to, to pinpoint the location of this tiara. And with we'll that, see you soon then. She, yes. She, um, there is a, a spring and a skip to her step as she exits, leaving you again in uh, your dismal surroundings. everybody it's Dave here I'm just interrupting for a little bit of self-promotion firstly I just wanted to let everyone listening to us through our SoundCloud page know that the show is also available via iTunes and Stitcher if those are the services you prefer just head to the iTunes or Stitcher homepage and search for Knights of the Shed if you do listen to the show via iTunes or Stitcher we'd love it if you'd leave a rating and a review because those can really help us to boost the show's visibility we'd love to hear from you in the comments on SoundCloud too I know our schedule has been a bit erratic at times, but we're currently releasing an episode every two weeks, usually on a Saturday evening or afternoon Australian time. If you want to keep up to date with when the new episodes are released, you can follow us on Twitter. Our Twitter handle is at Nightshed, N-I-G-H-T-S-S-H-E-D. Finally, I just wanted to let everyone know that the first adventure of our Zweihander campaign, Escape the Noose, is now available as a module for the Zweihander RPG. You can get the module via DriveThruRPG and the Grim and Perilous Library for $3.99 US or about $6 dues. Just search for Escape the Noose on DriveThruRPG.com. Thanks guys, now back to the show. So you translated all that conversation yeah. for us. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think you could all you could pretty much hear it. That was the idea, wasn't it? That they everyone could hear. What was yeah, their on. language isn't as uh, of course. advanced. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, what, what's a vampire? Uh, I know a little bit from my research. A vampire, a supernatural creature that um, they're very dangerous. Worse than that wolf guy thing. Oh yeah, oh yeah, worse than the wolf guy thing. Yeah. This was a guy with some large wolves. But were those wolves also guys? Probably. <laughs> guys with wolf guys is the alternative <laughs> title for this adventure. Well, at least we're starting to make friends in this place, but we're still stuck here. Rafe, would you be receptive to D3 corruption for interfering with uh, local police in terms of threatening them? And what do you think about that? They were trying to abuse their authority, though. Isn't it part of the culture that they have... But that's not my culture, so why would that's I? True. Why would I be? At least from my perspective, I I was not breaking any rules, and I didn't. I mean, I didn't actually hurt them. No, no, no. Okay, well, they didn't seem too put out by a gun to the head either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. All right, borderline. Well, you uh, return to your nocturnal limbo, and before too long, the sun is up, the birds are singing. And uh, the day is rainy. After a time, you hear movement, probably from the, the room you first entered before you entered the cell area. Um, and Overnight, Rafe takes off the armour and uniform and stashes it if he's going to sleep. Okay. And uh, there's uh, you hear, I guess this is the moment you've been waiting for, for the ambush. Is that right? Mm-hmm. You, know, you hear the, the, the plank lifted from the oak door and that 
open and there's sort of a lot more light coming into the into the corridor and uh you you hear some muttering and yep right okay uh Karis, if you uh operate the winches where are they we are, you know there's a bit of that backwards and forwards talk and then there's a, a guard carrying two sort of buckets it's really quite um quite in contrast to where you can smell these lovely odors of bacon and eggs and fresh bread and uh, tea as uh yep okay uh and then he the door closes and he starts trudging up the corridor then the the portcullis are lifted and he he sort of moves past your cell doors he doesn't know you're there Moving towards the next portcullis. Run out behind him and try and get through the yeah. portcullis. <laughs> We're out of there. So you sort of uh, run run through. This is going to be uh, a very easy. I want to grab uh, one uh, of the buckets <laughs> <laughs> as we go through. This will be easy. Um, you've got the surprise. Then there's a, there's a, I think it's a fail forward test, they call it. So this is where you'll succeed. However, there's a, a small chance that something may go wrong. What are we testing? So it's a coordination test. You can have uh, plus 20 to your coordination skill. I rolled yeah. a one. I rolled a 94. Got you, Ben. I rolled a 96. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take the pole arm and just prop it under where the portal just comes down so this sort of, like, it can't close. I rolled a three. Okay, on, on the way out, you guys... Um, have that awkward trying to coordinate who goes <laughs> first the, moment. Like you. Go through like the you. doors. And uh, plus the dog, the bloody dog gets in the way as well, <laughs> tripping everyone up. But you manage to, um, you know, sp- sprawl through under the portcullis. Luckily, with your pole cleaver there, the portcullis goes to go down. It's stopped, allowing them to escape before it is eventually, it starts bending under the weight. And you hear all this grinding of metal down below under the floor and swearing and then the whole thing snaps and you hear a, a scream uh, the, the, the staff of the, the pole cleaver breaks eventually and there's all this and the other portcullis goes up very quickly and um, the guard sort of turns around saying hey you bring that back that's your breakfast we're taking it to go thank you <laughs> Garus they're escaping and so there you are, out the door and into the street. Put the other pole arm, jam it down. Into well, close one the of door. Them. Has it sort of got like um, anything we can sort of jam it closed by putting, putting the pole arm? The oak door? Yeah. Yeah, it's got a <laughs> it's you got can, a bar already. What about the exterior door? You jam yeah, no, jam down a... the portcullis and, and put the pole arm against the roof so it can't open. No, we want to keep the guy downstairs away from us as well. I think we just do the bolt. Yeah, okay. So one thing you have in your favour is that it was it was a dark, dark night and the people, they got a, had a bit of a look at you and I guess some of you sounded strange, but they don't have a great profile on you in terms of what you look like and who you are. They didn't ask you your names, did they? No. no. So anyway, out the door you are. Where to next? Skull. Yeah, <laughs> we'll go to Skull. Horse and head to Skull, yeah. I don't think we're going to get horses. Oh, yeah, horse. Horse, yeah. How far is it? How many days travel? A day. A day. Okay. Well, well, we've got some time, but we should probably get out of town if they're going to be looking for Um, us. What's in the bucket? Is it provisions for a day? Breakfast. <laughs> got to go back to the inn and get all of our stuff and probably get some more provisions and bias could get stuff more easily. With some money. Are we planning to leave straight away or what's our... 
It makes sense since we've just escaped from prison. All right. Yeah, it would be wise. Um, I I will give Joan the husky armor. The 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 corpulent corpulent, corpulent armor. Sorry, I'll keep the husky armor and the uniforms. Uh, and I say. I ask if if you guys can grab my stuff and Clotilda and we'll meet somewhere, but I've got to do something before we go. Do you want some company? No, thank you. <laughs> so I'll just go around the table. Tell me where you're going. Pybus. Uh, Pybus. Pybus, Pybus, Pygus. Well, I presume we're going to need some provisions for travelling, uh, so I'm going to accept requests and and money. In you order to might also need to tell your wife that you're going out of town. <laughs> yeah, well, I was going to ask, like, my wife's away or is she back or she usually comes back in at just before dawn, and you're outside during the dawn, and you don't like it much. Yeah, okay. So I'll go back home to see her. Okay, Joan, I'm going back to the inn, gathering your belongings. How much money do you reckon you're going to need to get supplies? That question. So rations, you have to look those up. At the shop, bias, you can have, just in your house, you can have D6 divided by two rations. Well, five, so three. You've got three days rations there that you can take if you wish. Uh, is my wife here? Yes. Hunting. Darling. Yes. How, how was your time? Very Fish. successful. Very good. The The moon was almost full and it made for good hunting. Yes. By my count, it will be full in two days. Yes. Correct. Yeah. Something I, I am rubbing off on you, aren't I? <laughs> I hope so. Well, I've just fallen in with this group of scoundrels who I knew from before, and we somehow managed to get into a battle with a loop guru. Really? Yes, and then the guards decided that they should imprison us in case we were infected out mm. of some sort of misplaced. How terrible. Are you okay? Yes, but uh, we need to leave town. Do you want to come to Scald with this group? or I think there might be some vampire uh, involved. Oh, to Scald? Yeah. Mm. Well, she says, look what I've got in the pantry. Yeah, I know. It's full of blood. (laughs) No, but have another look. Look what I managed to hunt down last night. Okay. You you have a look in and there's a, there's a, a huge boar that um that she's taken down has the pantry gotten bigger than it used to be i think it's gotten bigger it um in the in <laughs> cool. the secret locker in yeah. the meat meat cupboard section cool well um, <laughs> yeah hanging a huge boar i need to i need to butcher this and she just lists through all the jobs the domestic jobs to uh, okay. this, this right. is this is a and i need to you know can finish draining it of its blood and we can make sausage out of blood you know Blood sausage. And, and of course, you need to dress it and clean it. And, 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 all of that I, stuff. and I think I've found a run where they are. So you're really, you're, you've got sort of boar, hunting boar mind going on right now. It's like yeah, a single yes. track. And, and um, I think it'll be good for you to go on and, you know, I can see a glint of that old bias there was. You've sort of been <laughs> in here, not wanting to leave the house. I've been worried about you. I, I think it'll be good for you. Go back, go out and find your smile again. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm glad you approve and I will miss you, but uh, I think it's something I need to do as well. Yes, especially, uh, and I, I kind of assume that you, you relay most. Is there anything about what happened last night that you don't tell her about? 
Uh, probably gloss over the extreme beauty and charm of the damsel in distress just a little bit. <laughs> a wise move. Um, but, uh, you know, her ears prick up at the word. Vampire? The V word. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, it's like this This could be the next big break. You, you need to do this. I, I know I should be there for you. but There's pigs to be eaten. Well, <laughs> someone's, someone's got to keep the home fires burning. I yeah. know that's a very... Speaking st- of which... I'm going to take all the food since you've got this big pig. Oh, well, you can have a... No, take some of this with you. Okay. And you can get another D6 divided by two rations out of it. That's another five, so six rations altogether. Honey, last <coughs> night we saw this fat chick. Well, I think it was a chick. Anyway, <laughs> we're going to follow her to another town. Yeah. I don't have to worry about you. I've seen those other two women who you said you knew and <laughs> I'm not threatened at all. Well, I'll, 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 actually, I'll come clean. So she was very beautiful, but... but you know, I did tell her I was married, and uh, it's that's it's. I'm more actually interested in the vampire, as you know. She had to think for a moment. There is a flash of jealousy in her eyes at the mention of a beautiful woman. However, however, you're travelling with those two old balances. Yeah, they have a, a certain level of uh, tenaciousness about them that I noticed. They're trying to get into our pantry. Push, 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 push. Having to push back putting the boundaries with them, but I think, yeah, I think if you put a foot wrong with this beautiful woman, as you say, I mean, by human standards, of course, <laughs> uh, I think uh, I think I'll know about it. And then mm, that's you done. Look, I, 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 I know, we know, we, we have got, we have a plan. You wouldn't throw that away on maybe what, how old are you now? Too old. Throw away what, another 20 years life on a, Rich like that, or you can have this eternal. <laughs> um, yes, yes, dear, I know. Anyway, she uh, she plays the um, plays plays the territory between not appearing too desperate and uh, being a bit perhaps uh, jealous, but cool, cool jealousy. Mm-hmm. But anyway, let's um, let's see how well you manage to reassure her. Okay. So what uh, uh, what strategy yeah, will you good use? Point. Um, I don't have. I have rumor, so I could make up some lies. That seems like a bad thing to do. You'd charm her. I can't. Ch- well, I don't have charm. I have bargain. <laughs> it's just going to be like one of that thing where you make a list and she makes a list of the people, the celebrities that it's okay to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I have navigation. I, I, I <laughs> <laughs> navigate your way around. Yeah. The conversation. Um. And I also have survival. <laughs> uh, Definitely survival. I, I think it's going to have to be charm without, um, oh, I, well, I could go with bargain. Have you got warfare? <laughs> no. Um, nor do I have awareness. Um, so, okay, so um, I'm going to try bargain. Um, and uh, my my argument is basically going to be, of course, I want to be with you. I've been, we've been working towards my immortality for a while now, and now we've got our first good lead in a while. So, of course, I'm going to follow it, regardless of whether this woman is beautiful or not. You've got nothing to worry about. So she says, this is really all about me, isn't it? Well, it's about us, darling. Uh, yeah, which is me. <laughs> <laughs> So make your roll to see how convincing you are. Um, that's a, a night. Uh, you can have a bonus to that too. How much bonus are you giving me? Well, I guess um, I was thinking this would be an, an arduous. <laughs> no, um, 
I'll make it. Uh, I was thinking routine because it was, you know, it was very. You, you thought out the routine argument. Ten or twenty. Ten. I just fail then. So I've got four. I've got forty-three plus ten for bargain is fifty-three. Critical fail as well. So I got sixty-six, which is three away from passing. I was on sixty-three, this close. You're doing so. Well. I mean, you can use a fortune point to roll again if you can somehow steer it away. It's like. Uh, it's like the Titanic heading towards the iceberg. Yeah, it seems, seems a pretty important. Seem seem like you're doing really well, and then yeah. Okay, I'll spend a. Does, is that a, is that, is this a, a pool that we all draw from? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, is everyone okay with me doing this? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Yep. Everyone gets one each, and then there's one spare. Much worse. Well, not it's not a critical fail. It's a ninety-two. Okay. I was I was going to do this anyway, but she's going to scrutinise to see how mm-hmm. earnest you were. She. Wants to believe, and she does so. So even though you know there are stumbling blocks, you know you've got a a positive audience who wants she's, to. She's right. I'm tempted, but I'm still loyal. Anyway, uh, I guess you have a. It's a. It's still a bit awkward, but it's it's fine. Yeah, <laughs> um, I, I give her an awkward kiss. On the like lips, but it sort of becomes a kiss on the cheek. Grab the food, and I run. You're out of there. Yep. Okay. Out into the light. Uh, oh yeah, shit. Uh, in wearing a big cloak. Okay. Joan, in. Yep. Okay. You're getting your belongings. Anything else at the end? Uh, I'm gonna gonna go down to the kitchen and see if I can get some provisions. Mm-hmm. How? Uh, just by sporadically communicating with the the chef woman, telling her that. Try, trying to tell her that I'm going to scald. Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, hmm? Provisions, rations, food. I point point around to like loaves of bread and stuff. And So you drop hints that you want some food. Yeah. Um, okay. Make a, uh, some sort of, how are you going to, when dropping hints and trying to ingratiate yourself so that to provide charity, how are you going to do this? I'm going to try and bargain with her. Yeah. What's in it for me? Pull out what little money I have. Which is? I think I have 24 coppers. Didn't I? I didn't write it down last time, but when I was yodeling, didn't people throw some money my way? Uh, if they did, it'd be on your character sheet. Yeah, I, sure. left, I left another portion of my character sheet at home. It's not just me. Awesome. Yeah, you kept that quiet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, um, you, you've, you know you've got that money somewhere. It's just uh, slightly misplaced for the moment. Might have fallen out of your pocket during the fight with the werewolf. <laughs> hmm. Could be in, uh, in your backpack down the bottom. If she's, if she's not willing to give over some food, I'll go out and like, to the market and Start yodeling, trying to busk <laughs> a little bit. No, no, we don't need any of that here. Here you go. Like um, she, she puts together a parcel for you um, because you can get a hot meal fit for the burger for eight bronze pennies. Mm. So you can buy some some rations. So you know, just some preserve, you know, plowman's lunch sort of in. You know, throw throw in a couple of radishes and carrots and the lettuce. Yeah, there's some. She says yes. We've got some, uh, some older foodstuffs that you can have. We were just thinking about feeding it to the the rabbits and the and we've got lot like one thing that is really uh, abundant here are the beets. So lovely big beetroots, um, and they're very cheap. Uh, so she she says oh, and she she gets together um roll a roll a d six and divide by two, two. She manages to forage it. A good day's rations for you, 
And then she's got some more here. Roll, roll another D6. That's a six. Okay, she's got another three days rations, but you're going to have to pay for them. How much? 11 pennies. Done. So you've got four days rations. Excellent. Okay, Marsha, where are you? I don't really know how many rations we've got at the moment, so I'm probably going to go buy some rations as well. Mm-hmm. How many rations would you like to buy? Well, I'll buy one for each person. So I'll buy five rations. Five rations? Six. Ilsa. Oh. <laughs> during, um, during the night, Ilsa <laughs> has... She didn't... Like, when you were wandering through the markets, she wandered off and... Um, She's too unwell to travel. She had a night of revelry. Yeah, and she's made some friends. All right. Some teenage friends. Well, I'll get five age. rations. How much does that cost me? It'd be 24 bronze pennies. Then I head back to the inn. Yeah, grab your belongings. Rafe. I want to go to the, whatever you've dubbed, the seedy pub. The shady. Shady Sh- inn. Shady inn, whatever it is. Yeah. Okay. Uh, sort of more of a bar, mm. if I recall. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it's sort of uh, someone, um, when you get there, they're like on the doorstep with a, a brush and a bucket of water yep. scrubbing blood out of the <laughs> floorboards. I asked after my contact. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, take a seat. Um, after some time, um, you know, while you're there, you're offered uh, a pipe of some sort of uh, very aromatic... <laughs> Um, tobacco and, and different, uh, would you like to buy a drink or uh, anything like that while you wait? Uh, are they insisting I buy a drink? Well. I better have one out of politeness. Really, it's really up to you. How much is a drink? Well, what sort of drink would you like? They, she goes to the bar and she reels off some of the, uh, the different things you can have. Would you like an ale or a, an ale by the... The rundlet. How much is an ale? Uh, an ale by the cups, three bronze pennies. I'll buy one for me and one for my contact. Oh, it's nice. He, um, yeah, you sure you like mulled wine by the goblet or? I'm good. I'm got good with ale. Rum by the Roma? No? I'm quite happy, thank you. I would have picked you for a, a brandy drinker. Well, sometimes, but not today. You look like a man of means. It's only three, three silver. Yes, well, perhaps mm-hmm. another time. Oh, well, so um, you, you, you've got your cup of ale too and uh, she, she goes back to scrubbing the floor. Um, it's quite a large patch of blood. Looks like there'd been a bit of revelry last night. <laughs> maybe Elsa. Yeah, maybe Elsa was there. <laughs> and um, your, your contact comes in uh, looking like um, he'd slept in his clothes, rubs his eyes, uh, goes over to the, the bucket of bloody water and sort of snorts into it and, and washes his face a little bit just to, to freshen up. Oh. I hand him an ale. <laughs> he salutes you, uh, muttering something about hair of the dog. <laughs> well, I've just come to see you. I may need to um, lie low for a little while. Uh, you know how these things go. Uh, but uh, I brought something I, I hope maybe you would know someone it's useful to. Yeah, yeah, I'm always interested. Many things are useful. Just open the top of the pack and show the, the guard uniforms. Yeah, that's, that, that could come in handy. Very handy, in fact. Uh, you know, we, we do have... Yeah, it'll, it'll save calling in favours if we need one of those down the track. Someone might need to do some repairs on one of them, but you know how these things go. But yes, I, I see. I guess, uh, like, what was it... Um, Will people be coming looking for this? Is something happened to somebody? I'll, I guess I'll find out. Less questions, the better. Yes. Well, I, I don't think they'll come looking. I don't think they'll come asking you. Yeah. Which suit? Um, which suit do you have? 
Is it the the intact one or the one where it was a bit of? I've got both uniforms. I've only got one set of armor. Yeah. All right. Um. Well, he be- begins sort of haggling over the price. Do you have bargain? I do. Right. So that will, if you make a check, there is a bargain will allow you to the skill check. I think it'll give you some immediate bonus. That's a success. Assuming that there's no change to the difficulty. Yep. So you successfully fence this and uh, you get more for selling it. What's your fellowship bonus? Four. And what did you roll? 57. So um, if your fellowship bonus falls between 7 to 12, you can resell at 70% of the listed price. Quilted armor's worth 11 gold coins. Yeah. You got money. So what's that about? Seven? Seven gold, seven silver. All right, and what are the guard uniforms worth anything, or are they just to ingratiate myself with him? Yeah, um, just have to see how much clothes cost. Military attire, eight gold. Is that eight combined? Probably converted to silver. What's that? Eighty silver. It's twenty silver per gold. Oh, well, um, you can. So what was it? Was so it's eighty. Sorry, eight gold. Hmm. That's 160 silver, uh, so it's five gold and... And you can have a bit more silver from that other transaction, uh, an, an extra seven. Now I'm rich. And uh, Young Helmet. Uh, he's going to go back to the night market, despite the fact it's day, in desperation to try and get some more ice cream. It's, um, they've only got the, the remnants of... A jar of ice cream that's kind of melted. That'll do. <laughs> the street kid, yeah, you can you can have it for. Uh, what I got to pay for it? Come on. Yeah, bronze, uh, bronze penny or two. What if I was to get my dog to do some tricks for you? Ah, oh, make a um. <laughs> you seem so defeated. <laughs> make a puss in puss in boots eyes roll. Um, there's these different strategies: bargain, charm, guile, interrogation, intimidate. There's not one for being pathetic. <laughs> Yeah, you might need to go charming. Try and charm. Make a charm roll. No. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't even get the melty ice cream. Make a roll for um your dog. No, not quite. Mm. She uh she waves you off. Ugh. Go away. Come back again with money this time, you little rapscallion. <laughs> and leave your dog at home. That's it for me. Where to next, Helmet? Uh, I'll go and find the others. Back at the inn. Oh, yeah, I think we were meeting at the inn, were we? So uh, you all converge at the inn unless there's any other shopping anyone wishes to do. Do we need any other supplies for our travels? Weapons, we've got food, no ice cream. Blankets or something. It's only a day, wasn't it? Mm. Right, it's raining, isn't it? Yeah, I'll buy an umbrella. <laughs> <laughs> it is raining today. And a bit sort of intermittent showers. I'm going to get myself a wet weather cloak soon. If I can afford one. Can you get me one too? You're not there. I have a cloak, I think, that I'm already covering myself up Yeah, with. I've got a survival cloak or something. Wilderness cloak. A wilderness cloak will cost you two gold coins. Yeah, fat chance of me buying you one of them. <laughs> about just a normal cloak. So like a about town cloak? Something I could, something warm. Yeah, a gold coin. Gold coin, yeah. Definitely out of my price range. Or you can get a second-hand cloak for seven silver stags, are they? What's, what's the silver money called? Shillings, I think. Shillings. Yes, you're right. 
So do you wish to buy a second hand about town cloak for seven shillings? No, thank you. I don't think I have enough. I so buy three. You buy three? You don't have the bargain skill? I get them for 20%. Oh, no, I don't do them because I'm husky now. Mm. What size? <laughs> yeah, because depending on your size. will. I, I, it's a plus 20% to price for trappings for me. I don't know what husky is. Uh, plus 10. I'll take them at seven, thanks. Well, I, yeah, well, that would be really nice for you, wouldn't it? However, some of us have got a business to run. Well, so. I need to get a corpulent cloak. And two husky cloaks. I've got, I'm right. I've... Oh, have you? Oh, buggy then. We'll just get me. You want a cloak? No, I've got a mantle. I'll just get two cloaks then. Do you have a cloak? I think so. I just have two a cloak cloaks. already, Paul. The one that I pulled over myself as I left my house. Yeah. So you're buying three? Three. Two. 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 So that will be a total of 16 silver sterling. Shilling. Shilling. She said uh, she, she won't, doesn't want the, the brass pennies owing. So consider yourself to have a bargain there. Okay. Everyone can have an extra 15% to their language skill through Bias's tuition and your interaction with the, the locals. And as, uh, as Bias suggested that the more musical or embellished you make whatever you're saying, can provide a, a greater benefit to you if you somehow tie it in. Like, you, like Joan tied it in with the, the cooking in the kitchen and that made it easier to interact and have a more favourable outcome. So, so use those sort of ideas, give you a more favourable role. At what rating are we kind of pretty much fluent? Uh, I'd probably say 100%. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> how, how far off are you? 45%. 55. 55. Oh. What? We've had different bonuses. We haven't all got the same things as benefits to our skill. Where did I miss out on 10% though? I don't know. I read a book at one point. Yeah, I was reading Maps in the Map Shop. So what were you? Reading Maps in the Map Shop. I'm, I'm, but I've only got 45%. You didn't get a bonus for that, I don't think. Mm, okay. I would suggest that this conversation be more musical. <laughs> I'm not singing. I'm the kid that the music teacher told not to sing. <laughs> That's probably where that 10% went. <laughs> <laughs> So, off on a big adventure. Any other last-minute shopping? I'm going to get myself some ice cream and eat it in front of um, Helmut. I get Helmut some candy. Oh, well, thank you. I don't give it to him all at once, though. So I'm going <laughs> to hang on to it. I'm going to get him, I'm gonna get him 15 brass pennies worth of candy. Oh, that's a lot of candy. You're my best friend. Yeah. It sounds like you're going to be on a reward chart in a moment. <laughs> is, it, is it one candy a penny? Is that how that works? Yeah. It's a gold star system, buddy. Yeah, Scooby Snacks. I'll give him one week, one when I get back to the inn. <laughs> See, they do love you. Mm. <laughs> Make sure he's got everything packed and that his his clothes are on straight and his <laughs> boots are tied. Not my mother. His hair, his hair's <laughs> combed over, nice and neat, and presentable. And, and suggesting he go to the toilet before you leave. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. It's a yes. long trip. So this next travel part, we need there are there are three distinct roles. You have the guide who leads the way. You've got the scout who scouts up ahead and looks for trouble. And you have even if you're like camping or for the night, you'd have the the survivalist. Yeah, we'll do survival. So with the survivalist, if you find a really nice campsite, then it can aid in 
you know, not being detected during the night or, uh, you know, making a really nice camp to rest in so that you recover because you're not in the elements as much or you, you've got more shelter or better food. Bias is going to advocate that we travel during the night and camp during the day. It's much more adventuresome. <laughs> For you, maybe. Don't the dangerous wolf beasts travel at night? Though? No, no, no. They're always out during the day. It's a bluff roll or something. Guile. Yeah. What is it against? If you wish to not believe him, it'd be a maybe a scrutinize. I'm going to scrutinize that. Do you mind if I move that extra point of bargain into guile? That's fine with me. No, no good for me. I believe <laughs> he's bullshit. Hear that? The monsters only travel during the day. I don't believe him. Okay, we need to know by how. Um, what what did you roll, Toby? I rolled twenty three. It doesn't matter because I failed. <laughs> okay. Okay. I mean, Rafe's not really sold, but he doesn't mind traveling at night. He's used to that. So cool. See, so you're traveling at night. I guess we are. Although that evil grin on your face maybe says that's a bad idea. <laughs> oh no, I just find it funny that uh, you know it's sort of you know it's kind of dodgy, dodgy. But yeah, who cares? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're all pretty dodgy in this party. Well, you know, you don't know what his agenda is. It's midday by now, wouldn't it be? Early, early afternoon. Leave now. It's sort of, yeah, it's sort of mid-morning mid to lunch. So, travelling at night, all in disagreement, say I. <laughs> okay, it sounds like it's settled. They have acceded to your wishes, Bias. So, you're just spending the afternoon at the inn or at I'm Bias's gonna, house? I'm going to go into the, the market and busk by yodeling. Okay. Are we not drawing attention to ourselves? No, they don't know. <laughs> they, they don't know me from anyone else. Yeah, it's they're probably not going to come after you because it would be such an embarrassment to say that they're outwitted by a corpulent <laughs> old woman. <laughs> Won't say much for their the local constabulary. Okay, well you you go into the the afternoon market and try your hand at yodeling again. You, you were quite good at it. It was just that cramp that got you last time. Mm. <laughs> bit, bit more, bit more relaxed today. Very good. Well, let's have a. Uh, what are you going to sing about? I'm going to sing about escape, escaping noose. Escape from noose. Yeah. Very well. And what is the the emotion you're trying to convey as you sing about escape from noose? The fear and, and trepidation and excitement of it all. Is it going to be conveyed very well through yodeling? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> we'll find out. Okay, this has probably never been tried before. <laughs> so there is, uh, who knows how it, it, it will end up. But um, let's, uh, I think that will be let's, uh, a charm. Unless you have a craft in singing uh, or entertaining. Not so much. More artistry in general. Mm -hmm. You're going to bring your powers as an artisan baker to your machine uh, repertoire? Like like a good pastry, um, yodeling <laughs> needs good ingredients. <laughs> Got the, the emotion from, from the escape and... The, Slitting someone's throat on the way. Attempting. Oh, uh, sorry, attempting. And, and the, the skill of yodeling itself is... Probably something these people, besides my little attempt last night, these these people wouldn't have heard. This is the this is the fine crust that you that you lay on top. Very good. Well, it, it's <laughs> all in the mind. Let's see how it uh, it comes out in the production. What's the difficulty rating? Well, uh, I think this is judging from the reactions around the room around. Um, <laughs> 
<laughs> I was going to say, you know, yodeling to convey a sense of fear and terror, though many people probably experience that when they hear yodeling. So I was going to make it challenging and or hard, but it might be more routine. Um, I'm just going to have it standard because I don't know where this is going to go. <laughs> okay. Not quite. What do you mean, not quite? Not quite. Um, I have a 65 and I rolled a 79. Oh, surely that's a fate point. That's your choice. It's your your fate point. Oh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll use one. Brilliant. Yeah. Thank you. That's a critical success. <laughs> oh, that was uh, fortune well spent. What, what turned it around for you? When you're thinking about it, there was that moment it seemed like it wasn't going where anywhere and then suddenly the hopefulness of floating down the river <laughs> it all came together at the end at the end like mm. like taking a, a pie out of the oven seeing all your ingredients whilst you were um you were singing there were a lot of people standing back with their arms crossed you know we're not um not buying it at first but through your exuberance and your um, analogy of pastry making, you're able to bring it together and use yodeling to terrify, excite, (laughs) and to calm, leaving them with smiles upon their face. And um, you're you're applauded. I hold out my hands and see if anyone... Um, How much of a success was it? It was a critical 22. 22. So you... um, earn yourself busking 18 brass pennies, Woo! which I believe is enough to live on in terms of trail rations. Yes. But um, word also spreads about this uh, yodeling wonder <laughs> and um, you gain a reputation point. Likewise, Rafe, in terms of your endeavours with the uh, CD World, it's kind of more tagged towards that group. You earn yourself two reputation points. And what exactly does a reputation point do? Well, reputation points can, is like a social currency. So, you know, can I borrow a cup of sugar or uh, calling in a favour or I need uh, the example in the, the manual is I need a suit of armour tomorrow and no one's got a suit of armour, but if you've got enough social validity, then it will appear because people will do you favours, make Ooh. things happen for you. And bias because you've lived here for so long. You can have some as well. You can have three reputation points. And uh, another thing is that because while we're giving out reputation points, because you helped the jailer, there will be some, you will be looked upon favorably for that, even though you kind of escaped. (laughs) You're kind of like, which, you know, they can forgive in the end, but um, everyone can have five reputation points. But you can't cash those five until you, you come back. Because you haven't quite got them. But the other reputation points, yeah, you know, you might be able to use to get melted ice cream one day. Yay! Very well. So you sort of occupy the rest of the day and night dawns. Yeah.